What's up, Hyphen Mississippi? I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and I would like to welcome you to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. I'm very excited because this episode, we have decided to make it a family affair. I have my beautiful wife here with me, and we're going to dive into some stuff. I think that um, it's a very important topic of conversation that needs to be had, especially in a time that we're living in, and I'll explain a little bit more once we dive in. So let's cue the intro and have a conversation. Hey, what's up, guys? First, I'd like to say I hope you've had an awesome week, and I want to extend a huge thank you to you all for joining in with me on the podcast today. I believe that the hyphen generation is ready to unlock and experience the greatest revival that this world has ever known. On this podcast, we will focus on preparing, equipping, and empowering hyphen across our nation and world to engage with purpose their great commission. Your time is here and now. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and this is the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. Again, I would like to say welcome to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast, and I think this would be a good time also to introduce my wife, April Wilbanks. She is totally mortified because I have made her join the podcast. She's very much the one that will sit in the back. She doesn't like to be in the spotlight. However, her voice is very important to me, and I wouldn't be who I am without her and her voice, and, and I want to make sure that I utilize her voice here as well. So, April, welcome to the show. Is there any great thing you would like to say to begin with? I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, I had the volume turned down. I was going to do a little, a little, <laughs> a little work there. But I, I I think I've kind of forgotten which ones are which. Anyways, here, um, let's try this. <laughs> That's not the one either. Hey, there we go. Welcome, my beautiful bride, to the show. Okay, so we were we were talking about what would be a good conversation to have um, as far as having her on here with me. One thing that I would like to talk about, or or you know something that that we would be able to dive into together. We've been together for many years now. We have been together for 15 years, and it has been a fun and wild ride. We have seen so many things. God has done so many things. And as I look at the times that we've had, the things that we've gone through, the ups and the downs and the, and the roundabouts and all those things, one of the biggest things that stick out to me in my mind is a is a constant thing that I know that we both needed to survive all the things that we've been through, whether we needed faith, we needed encouragement, we needed whatever, words of wisdom. And that was somebody's voice in our life to speak to us, to give us the right um, words, to give us the right things that we could manage and make it through. And I think it's very important, a, a conversation and topic, to talk about as far as for, for hyphen and beyond hyphen to have a conversation about something that I would like to call missing voices. 
If we read, and I'm going to read this quickly in the in the Bible, Numbers chapter number 13, the Bible says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men, that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel, and every tribe of their fathers shall send a man, every one a ruler among them. Now, I want you to listen to that last part. There are 12 spies that we all know go into into the, the promised land that are supposed to look at the land, to weigh the land out, to see if it's good and find out what kind of fruit it bears and, and what's all there. But the Bible says that the men that were went that, that were sent and went to, to weigh out that land were all leaders. Like you would think with 10 out of the 12 people coming back with a negative report that those 10 weren't leaders. And it turns out that they were leaders. And if, and if they're leaders, when I think about leaders, I think about people who have a good report, people who I look up to, people who I admire or whatever. And I'm surely whenever they begin to choose each tribe their leader to send out there, they pick somebody that they thought was qualified to go and that would bring back a true good report. So we started to think about voices because I start to think like this whole podcast is, is, is surrounded with the idea that this is a hyphen weekend podcast. Like I'm talking a hyphen now. My idea is to talk to everybody that will give me a voice or an, an ear to hear, whether it be, again, excuse me, a hyphen or, or someone 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, whatever. But, but, but the whole goal that I'm looking at is hyphen. And so when I look at the report that was brought back from these 12 from these 12 spies when the 10 of them said it was it was not possible and it couldn't be done then everybody who was 20 years old and up had to stay and pass in the wilderness because of a of a bad report and bad voices that were in their lives and so when I think of 20 and up I think that that was a hyphen generation that missed the promised land because there were missing voices now there were people talking but the people talking were saying the wrong things and they were listening to the wrong voices. So my question to start out with my wife and where I want her to begin to speak is like, where can where can you take us to a place where a voice maybe impacted you or changed your life or how important it is to have that right voice at the right time? Well, for starters. It is very important to have um, a voice in your life. She is scared to death in case you guys are wondering. It's okay. Just relax. I think the most important thing is not to have too many voices in your life speaking at one time. Right. I think that there will be times where you only need one voice, maybe two. Um, above two is kind of... I don't know that I would have more than two just because it would get confusing right. and God is not the author of confusion. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's very important when you start putting voices in place in your life that you, you pray about it and you ask God to direct you to focus on one voice. Um, I know for me growing up, in particular in the hyphen age, teenage years, I had two voices. Um, one was my pastor's wife, sister, um, Shannon Tedley. And another one that I had was, um, sister Leslie Lambert. And those two were 
basically the only two that when it came to important decisions concerning my spiritual life or any um anything that would affect my walk with God those were the only two outside of my pasture but um for a woman that I could go sit down and talk to that I was allowed to speak into my life it were it was those two um above above that you know there was a few others um that casually you know you you could that I would talk to and stuff but like I said uh keeping it very minimum not having a lot of voices um just one or two um it would be my advice right. to begin with and 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 honestly like I I think back about some pretty comical things and we talk about the hyphen age. Like the in my in my brain, the most important decisions you make is going to be in the hyphen age. The career path you choose, the person you're going to marry. A lot of big time decisions are made during these years. And it's and I and I have to be honest with you. I wasn't raised in the church, and I get into church, and so I, I have to learn what submission is. I have to learn how to allow those voices to say what they want to say to me, and not be offended by it, and allow it to to impact my life. For instance, one time, I remember this very vividly. We um. We had, were playing football out in front of the church. We used to play football, like when, especially when it started getting cold, like every Sunday in front of the church. There was a ton of us that did it, probably twenty or more. Every Sunday, we would we would have church. We would we would go eat. We would go play football, and then we would have just enough time to go change and get ready to get there for a choir practice at four thirty. Because Sister Taylor was really big on that, and so I remember one day vividly that I came in, and this was obviously well before I started dating you and talking with you. I was I was still relatively new. I'm 21, 20 years old. I'm relatively new in the church, um, and, and, and so I'm, I'm going to the church, and, and Sister Tedley, she asked me a question. She says, um, you know, I, I heard that you went and hung out with this person, you know, or, or went to, to eat with this person. I said that I did. I did go eat with this person. And then she kind of gave me that, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Like, it, it, it was saying, she was saying she did not approve in a, in, a, in a way without saying she didn't approve. In my brain, in my carnal brain, somebody who didn't understand the importance of a voice, in that time I thought in my brain, like, I wasn't disrespectful to her, but I thought in my brain, like, who does she think she is? Who she, who is she to tell me who I can talk to or whatever? That's what my immediate response was because I didn't understand at that time what what impact she was going to have in my life. So I go home that night and I'm thinking, still, this is this has gotten to my spirit. Like I'm 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 a, I'm I'm upset that she has said this to me. And so I, I go into my room, which at that time was a laundry room. As a long story, maybe we'll get into it later at another time. But I but I lay down and I I, st- I start I'm, I'm still thinking about this and I I don't want to use the word fuming but I'm like man who does she think she is blah 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 in my own little brain I'm saying this and then the Lord was just impressing on me open the Bible read the Bible and I and, I, and I'm so early in the Bible that I don't even know how to look for stuff or find stuff in the Bible or really even study it I just know how to open it and read 
And I just felt like the Lord was like, read the Bible, read the Bible. And so I did. I took the Bible down. I said, fine. I opened the Bible. I flipped the Bible open. I don't know what to look for or search for. I don't know what, what you know, I just, I just flipped the Bible open. I put my finger down, and I start to read. And the Bible says, my son, comma, beware the evil woman. <laughs> she's a wolf in she's clothing. Like, all this stuff. And, like, as soon as I read it, the Lord acknowledged Sister Tedley's voice and, and, and was showing me it's so important to have these voices in your life. And when they speak, you listen because they can be the difference in a detrimental fall or a stunt of growth or a missed opportunity or you actually succeeding and finding the right way, the right, the right avenue, the right person, the right career, or whatever. But that was one of the times that that you brought up, Sister Tedley. That was one of the times that, and and there were many other times, but that was one specific time that really stuck out to me because God actually talked to me later about it in the way that He does and showed me that her voice in that moment was trying to save me and not hurt me. So, so what what advice would you give to somebody? Because obviously submission is a very important thing. There's a centurion in the Bible, and he's talking to Jesus, and he says, I understand authority because I'm a man under authority. So I can't have authority in the spirit without being submitted to authority in the spirit. And so I guess my next question for you would be like, how do you hear those voices and and not get offended or not not take it personally, I guess would be the right way to say it. Because you've been in this, you are third generation Pentecost, fourth, something like that, which would make Emma Claire fifth and 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 so on and so forth. That's the goal to keep it going. But 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 so so in through the years you've seen these things happen. So how do you hear these voices and not be offended, especially when you disagree with what they're saying? Um, I think it goes back to, first of all, when you start choosing who you're listening to, um, you have to not necessarily have like a friendship with the voice that you're listening to, but you need to know those people um, before you choose a voice at the hyphen age that you allow to speak in your life. I, I believe that you need to be able to have watched them, watch how they conquered life, watch how they um, how they accept uh, failure in their lives, mm-hmm. how they respond right. uh, when they've been hurt, mm-hmm. how they respond to certain situations that God allows you to see. And that way you when you see how they respond, to hurt and negativity and and you you've watched their walk with God you trust you begin to trust that person you basically trust them with your life you're trusting them with your soul um so first of all you have to be able to trust that person and when you trust that person whenever it comes a time for them to tell you things you don't want to hear that's when submission comes in and you're trusting them. Uh, you trust that they're not going to lead you astray. Right. For one, they love you. You know they pray for you. You've seen them you've seen them face adversary and you've seen their submission 
So you know they're true. Right. You know their voice is true. Um, so during, you know, you, yes, you, I've been upset, you know, whenever I didn't hear what I wanted to hear. Right. Uh, but you just, you pray. Uh, you don't really, you don't have to respond and you, you pray, you read your Bible, you give it some time. Um, sometimes I remember there were times where I would write down what they said. You know, when I got home, I'd write it in my Bible even if I didn't agree with it, I would go ahead, write it down. I would pray on it for a day or two. I'd read my Bible. And eventually, God would reveal that they were right. And right. I had that word written down. Now, if I was carnal and just was like, well, who are they to tell me what to do? You know, right. they're not living my life. Um, and then I just I shut them out. Then... I probably would have made some very bad decisions in life. Right, right. Understood. And and that is a that's 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 a battle that we face sometimes, especially in the world that we live in, because we we are told that we don't have to do what for for instance, if if my pastor said to me to do something, I would do it without needing to understand what he said. If he didn't offer an explanation, I would do it. And some people would ask me, they would say, well, well, how can you follow this man blindly without without having, you know, an explanation or without, without having, you know, whatever? But my answer to that question is, is, is I'm not following him blindly. I've been with this person for over a decade and time and time and time again through prayer, through fasting, through all these things that I've seen, they have proven themselves trustworthy. So when they ask me to do something or they tell me to do something, these voices that 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 I know are true, my submission overrides my carnality or my emotion because I know whatever they're asking me to do, I can trust that they're doing it for a purpose. And I have submitted my ministry, I've submitted my mind or my life or whatever to 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 their to their authority, spiritual authority, and, and it flows to me. I have authority but because I'm a man under authority. And so and, and, and it bothers me or I'm I'm concerned because I do read where I just read in, in, in the Bible where um where where these men these men went out and spied out the land and ten of these men were supposed to be leaders. They were supposed to come back and tell the hyphen, hey, we can do this. You can do this. We're going to make it. Pick up your swords. Pick up your faith. Pick up all this stuff. We're going across with Moses, and it's going to be great. Moses was ready. Everybody was ready. But instead, only two leaders out of 12? And so it causes me concern in this day, in this hour that we live in, where are the missing voices? Like, my challenge is not just for hyphen in this podcast. My challenge is for every person who straps on the uh, quote-unquote boots, um, the military mindset of I'm a leader. If you are a leader, and if you are going to stand up and say I am this, then I want to challenge you today that if you're going to be that, then you have to come back with a good report. Your responsibility is to say, with faith, we can do it. Your responsibility is to be a person submitted to authority. My responsibility is a person, or to be a person who is encouraging and believing and, 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 
and, and standing strong um, with my pastor, with the vision of the church, and to maintain a vision that we don't perish. So I'll just, I, I, one more question or, or, or so, because we're, we're in 20 minutes in now, so I, I don't want to take up too much more time, but are there any specific times that you remember a voice of, 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 of maybe, I know that you said in the beginning it was Sister um, Sister Tedley, and then also you mentioned Sister Lambert. Are there some times when they spoke and and you knew like right then or or it changed the moment and, 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 it, and it made the difference? Can you give me some examples maybe of that? She's giving me that look like, why are you putting me on the spot uh, like this? <laughs> um, You know, I I think not one in particular, but I do know... For example, um, Sister Lambert's voice, I think that whenever you you choose those people that you're going to listen to, uh, you know their voice, so to speak. Like you could close your eyes, you could hear them talk, and you know it's them without a doubt, without even seeing who it is. Um, and those two, those two voices, they had a certain tone about their voice. Right. So I, I know in particular one or two um, instances where as soon as I asked the question or, or the, for their, um, input on a situation that there, there was a tone there. And when I heard the tone, I knew the answer. Right. Um, and that's where I think it's important that you know their voices. Right. Um, and that goes with, um, my pastor's wife now, sister Harmon, I can ask her something and her tone or her look on her face, she really doesn't have to say anything. It's I know immediately my spirit connects with her spirit. And without even speaking, I know immediately that what the answer is. So it's 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 in your opinion, it's about having not only a connection with that voice, but a relationship with yes. that voice. Yes. So I, I guess I'm, I'm going to finish this thing up, and um, we're, we're going to let you guys get out of here. But my advice to you guys and, and the purpose of this podcast today would be this. It's very important. It's so vitally important that you find the voices that are missing. Do not, and I'm going to repeat this as loud as I possibly can into your spirit right now. Do not do this by yourself connect to your pastor and have a relationship with submission with your pastor and then beyond your pastor there are going to be voices that are outside of that and they will they will be okay with your pastor they will walk in unison with your pastor but have these voices and don't allow there to be room for missing voices that you're trying to do this on your own or voices that are bringing back bad reports these are voices that you if they're there you should say hey i love you i'm praying for you but disconnect from that make sure you're walking in unison and relationship with the right voices because the right voices have the capacity to change everything they can impact every aspect of your life they can step in and help you make the right decisions with your children. They can help you make the right decisions with your career. They can help you make the right decisions with your marriage. They have the capacity that goes well beyond just praying for you or just having a spiritual word for you. It can impact your entire life. So find the missing voices 
and let them work on your behalf. I hope you take this information and I hope you put it in your notebook or you put it in the back pocket of your spirit or whatever and apply this because sometimes it's not about giving a word. Sometimes it's about giving tools that we can be successful in the future. And hyphen, you need voices. You need voices that, that may be missing. So find them. Don't be alone. Let God use the tools necessary to help you succeed. I love you. I'm praying for you. I believe in you. Hyphen Mississippi, hyphen nation, hyphen global around the world, and anybody else that will lend me your ear. I'm grateful and I believe in you. I love you. I'm praying for you. Can we give my wife a hand for joining with me, even though she was scared to death to join in? And that's okay. Thank you very much to my beautiful bride. Thank you for joining me again, and I hope that you join me next week. I love you guys very much, and I'll talk to you soon.